and welcome to On the Road to Crown Jewel. <laughs> I'm Christy, and I'm joined by my brother, David. And if you haven't heard our podcast before, this is about WWE pay-per-views by a couple of new-ish fans. We're not as new as we were, obviously. It's we're like been toddlers now. Yeah, we're, we're toddlers. Babies. Yeah, no, we're toddlers. We're toddlers. <laughs> Typically, we folk talk more about pay-per-views and um, a little bit about their repercussions on Raw and SmackDown. But because Crown Jewel was the worst pay-per-view so far that I've watched, coming off of the best pay-per-view, <laughs> Evolution, we're not going to talk too much about Crown Jewel. We're probably going to speed through that. Yes. Especially since there were almost no repercussions. Very slight repercussions. Yeah, almost less than Evolution. And Evolution did not have many repercussions. Yeah, Evolution had very little as well. Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately there. Yeah. This one, I'd say fortunately. Yeah, fortunately. (laughs) Because Crown Jewel took place in Saudi Arabia... Half of the WWE's employees hmm. were not able to participate, mm-hmm. meaning except, the women. Except Renee, for some reason. Just surprising. I was very surprised <laughs> to see Renee at the announce table. Mm. Kind of happy because that's a little step, but yeah, I was surprised to see her. Um, But that's, I guess that's because she was there, though. Get a little representation for women somehow, somewhere. <laughs> the kickoff show kind of sped through that. There's one match, I think. It was mm. Rusev versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the U.S. Championship, which I didn't even realize that was going to be a match <laughs> at Crown Jewel. No. It wasn't really talked about at all. Or if it was, it was very quick and very brief. Yeah. But, yeah, no title change there. Poor Rusev. He had a low blow. Shinsuke low blowed him after he got out of a, the accolade. Kind of headbutted him in the mm-hmm. area. And poor Rusev. So that's how that match ended with Shinsuke winning. Yep. And then moving on to the actual pay-per-view. Hulk Hogan was there for some reason. <laughs> for some As what? the host for the evening. Even though that was the only time we saw him <laughs> the whole time. Yes. And don't know why they brought him back. That was really weird and out of place. I don't know. It was just weird. It was very weird. And then, okay, so they matches-wise, they start out with the first round for the World Cup tournament thing. Made up nonsense. <laughs> yeah. That was just a terrible... It was even a crappy-looking trophy, honestly. Yeah. It was just... Anyways. And as we found out at the end of it, it was complete nonsense. Even more so than... I mean... Because all titles, let's be honest, all the titles are made up. Well, yes. Every, I mean, any award ever is made up, but this is took it to a whole nother nonsense. <laughs> like, even WWE didn't take it seriously. No. But anyways, first round match for SmackDown uh, was Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton. That was a pretty good match. Yeah. I mean, they're both really good wrestlers, and mm-hmm. it's exciting to have Rey Mysterio back because he's really exciting and fun to watch. Yeah. But Mysterio wins. But of course, Randy Orton, not happy about that. So, as per usual, RK owes him after the match is over. Yeah. So, it causes some <laughs> extra physical damage for Ray going into his next match, his second round match. Mm-hmm. And then the other first round match for SmackDown was Jeff Hardy versus The Miz. Again, another good match. They're yeah. both good wrestlers. I mean, obviously, they're in the world cup for the best in the world so hopefully they're you know good but they are yeah and i think yeah that was when jeff walked the barricade and then like dived into miz and stuff so it was exciting mm. stuff yeah it was exciting apparently at some point jeff hardy kicked miz in the throat because later he complained <laughs> that he couldn't talk because he was kicked in the throat i don't know when that happened no. but i don't know it's the miz so who knows if it, it did happen Probably not. Probably not. But yeah, Miz won that match, unfortunately, for Jeff Hardy. Yeah. And then, starting the Raw matches, get to Rollins versus Lashley, 
which was he was joined by with Leo Rush yeah. wearing a vest and no shirt because for some reason that man can't find shirts anymore. <laughs> no. I don't know if they were stolen or what, hmm. but he was wearing a vest with no shirt. And Lashley was pretty much dominating that whole match for the most part. There's a little back and forth, but not much. No. But he was pretty much dominating that whole match until the end where Seth just does one stomp and apparently that's all it takes and Seth wins. Yeah. So that was a little unrealistic, I would say. So that was kind of weird. I don't know. I didn't care for that match. No. Bobby Lashley should have won. But anyways. And then the next match was better. It was Kurt Angle versus Dolph Ziggler. Mm. I actually really liked that match. That was a really good match. Yeah. Especially they both, because they both have very similar backgrounds. Right. Yeah, it started out with them actually, like, traditionally wrestling each other, trying yeah. to grapple and stuff. So that was really good to watch. Yeah. And I think Kurt Angle does, like, six suplexes on Dolph Ziggler or something. <laughs> it's, like, a something crazy like amount. But it was a really good match. But, unfortunately, Dolph does a zigzag and pins Kurt. So yeah. Kurt Angle did not win, unfortunately. And so that was the first round of the World Cup, and then they went to SmackDown Tag Team Championship match between mm-hmm. The New Day versus The Bar featuring The Big Show. <laughs> and The New Day had a interesting, overly mm-hmm. elaborate entrance with a flying magic carpet. I don't know. It was basically just an elevated platform moving that kind of looked like a carpet. I don't know. Yeah. It was kind of strange, but Very strange. it is what it is. Because then it didn't even go all the way to the ring. It just, like, I don't know. It just went beside the ramp. I don't know. It was, again, it was kind of strange. Yeah. But that was that was a good match. I love watching The New Day. And I like the bar, too, when yeah. they're not being poo-poo heads. But <laughs> yeah. that's hard to come by nowadays, yeah. apparently. Not the big shows there. Yeah. But, again, no... No change in titles. No. Bar won that, too, with yeah. help of Big Show, Big Show interfering a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And then to the semifinals of the World Cup tournament, started with The Miz versus Rey Mysterio. Again, pretty good match. Again, love Rey Mysterio watching him. He's super fun. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, Miz wins. He got the knees up and when Mysterio went off the top ropes and so he took advantage and pinned Rey Mysterio. So that was the end of that semifinal match. Mm-hmm. And then Rollins versus Dolph Ziggler, which we haven't seen like a million times <laughs> up to this point since I've been watching right. wrestling. <laughs> so I'd much rather seen Lashley versus Ziggler or Kurt right. Angle. Or even Rollins versus Kurt Angle. Yeah. Something we haven't seen a million times. Right. But, I mean, they obviously wrestled well together. That was a pretty good match. Mm-hmm. There was, like, a very quick succession of, like, pin attempts. Cover... What was it? Covers? That's what they call it. Covers. No, like that. It's probably pins. Anyways. There's a very quick succession of that back and forth. Because they've done that a couple times where it's been, like... Seth, then Dolph, then Seth again for the win or whatever. Mm. But this was like 10 attempts like all together. So that was pretty, almost slightly dizzying to watch. Mostly because, I don't know, the camera work was a little weird. Yeah. It was all very close. It was either super Mm. wide shots or pretty medium shots. There's no, or close ups. There's no long shots really so sometimes it was hard to see the moves yeah because if the camera was so close so i don't know what that was about that was kind of off-putting and i guess more so for the kickoff show it got slightly better as the yeah. night went but yeah it was kind of weird to watch sometimes because you couldn't you weren't getting the whole view it was very limited right. angles yeah but yeah dolph eventually super kicks seth and Pins him for the win. So Dolph and The Miz are supposed to meet for the finals of the World Cup tournament. Mm-hmm. And then they move on to the WWE Championship match, which is 
AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe again. Yeah. Which it was supposed to be Daniel Bryan, but they did that early because apparently but Daniel Bryan apparently has some principles and yeah, decided not, not to go participate in Crayon Jewel yeah. like John Cena. Both yeah, did not like participate, Cena, yeah. so they had to write them out of the story for not going to Crayon Jewel. Hmm. But anyways, Samoa Joe again. <sighs> it was a, I mean, it was a decent match. Yeah, it had some. Kind of scary moments going into the tables and stuff. I don't know. Anytime they get close to the tables or the barricades or something, when they throw mm. each other, it makes me nervous because yeah. just one inch difference in landing and there goes your neck or there goes your head. Yeah. And I don't know. That always makes me nervous. And for some reason, AJ's bleeding again. Somehow he always <laughs> manages to bleed somewhere. This time it's from his phenomenal forearm. So... <laughs> Yeah. Joe gets a bloody forearm, phenomenal forearm at the end, and gets pinned. That's how he. So AJ wins and retains. Thank goodness. Hopefully, yes. I guess that is over because it sounds like they're moving on from that. I hope so. I think so. Because Joe's going to be on the Survivor Series team. That's so, true. So hopefully that's. I think they've moved past moved that. Past that finally. And then what was kind of billed as the main event slightly was the Universal Championship match, which originally was going to be a triple threat between Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, and Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. But since the initial billing, Roman Reigns had to relinquish his title due to um, illness and going home to recover and get treatment for that. So it ended up being a for an empty championship between Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Baron Corbin's there, because why not, as the acting general manager overall, holding the championship and what assumed was him going to be just observing from the outside of the ring, but he takes it upon himself to interfere before the match even starts and knocks Braun Strowman with the belt. And for some reason... Even though Baron Corbin's never been strong enough to do anything before, is able to get Braun Strowman off his game. And Baron Corbin tells the official to ring the bell. And then, of course, Brock Lesnar does the only move he can do, apparently, because it's the only move I've ever seen him do at fives. Yeah. He does, like, three and then somehow throws Braun Strowman out of the ring. And then Braun Strowman gets back in the ring and manages to get one kick in, I think. And then it's, like, two more at fives. And then it's over. Brock Lesnar's champion again. Which is just disgusting. That whole match was disgusting. I don't know why they even had it. Yeah. At that point, they should have just given it to Brock Lesnar. Why even bother having a match? Right. That's how they were going to do it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's an insult to Roman Reigns. It's an insult it's to, to the Braun, fans. Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. Just everybody. Especially because he's taken... I don't know. It's just so unrealistic. Oh, like, yeah. Totally. Like... I thought, I thought the Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins match was unrealistic until I saw this one. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, this is the most unrealistic thing I've ever seen. Like, Braun Strowman, like, no. He, you know. I just, I don't know why they didn't just bother to have, like, an actual match at that. I mean, would they have done this if Roman Reigns had been there? Would they have still done something similar to this? I don't know. I don't know. We'll never know. But, I don't know. It's just why even have that title anymore? Yeah. It's useless. Yeah. As long as Brock Lesnar has it, it's pointless. It's pointless. So that was one of the most upsetting parts of the night was that match or lack of a match. Yeah. So they should have just had it. It should have just been a ceremony of them giving it to Brock Lesnar <laughs> right. at that point. That's all it should have been, apparently. Apparently. Yeah. They did announce that Rollins would compete against Shinsuke at Survivor Series, the Intercontinental mm. Championship versus U.S. Champion. Well, not championship, but champion versus champion. Right. And then, of course, since Brock Lesnar won the Universal title again, right. it'll be him versus AJ Styles at Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. And then we finally get to the finals 
of the World Cup tournament, Dolph Ziggler versus The Miz. And, of course, Dolph this whole time has been accompanied by Drew McIntyre for all his other previous matches. But for some reason... Oh, apparently it's a SmackDown ref doing calling the finals, which apparently makes a difference, I guess. <laughs> I guess. And he tells, he tells Drew that he has to go to the back. He can't be ringside. And Dolph's like, well, that's dumb. What... And so Drew like leaves. Oh, but I forgot to mention Shane McMahon came out before the match started, along with Baron Corbin to like represent SmackDown or represent Raw. Mm-hmm. So that is important that Shane McMahon does come out. That's important. And then, so The Miz takes advantage of Dolph being distraught about Drew not being able to be there and so he attacks Dolph Ziggler and like throws him out of the ring before the bell rings and then the Miz as he's jumping out of the ring to follow Dolph Ziggler tweaks his ankle I don't know at the time just watching it live it was like what he just jumped off the he just jumped off the ring what's he why is he holding his ankle that's what's he doing Mm-hmm. And so, Dolph manages to get back in the ring, but the Miz, even though he's never been injured, is unable to compete. So, the ref is wanting to call for the match, like as a you know he can't compete, so it's a forfeit. Yeah, it's a forfeit. But then Shane's like, no, no, like no, don't ring the bell, no, like mm-hmm. I'll compete. And of course. Baron Corbin's upset. Dolph Ziggler's upset. They're like, no, you're not even a part of the tournament. You can't compete. Mm -hmm. But because he's a McMahon, everybody's got to listen to him. And so the ref's like, okay. And they ring the bell. And then because he's the fresh man, he hasn't had any other matches. He beats up on Dolph Ziggler and wins the World Cup. Oh, but Baron Corbin did get thrown out because he tried to interfere with the match. So the ref threw Baron Corbin out in the middle of the match but yeah so (laughs) Shane McMahon was crowned the best in the world Mm -hmm. even though he's not so that was another dumb upsetting thing that happened yeah just I don't know weird bad writing I don't (laughs) yeah yeah I'm just gonna call it bad writing because it just makes it seem like, oh, my daddy made me a trophy. <laughs> right. That's what it comes off as. Well, I'm sure a lot of that stuff came from who was paying for them. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. That was... Anyways, that was all dumb. But yeah, either way, it's all dumb. And then the actual main event, which was D-Generation X versus the Brothers of Destruction. Um, that was a good match. I mean, it was Shawn Michaels' first match in eight years. Something came out of retirement for it. Yeah. Undertaker's entrance was <laughs> too good. good. It was this pay-per-view. But... Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, it was for this pay-per-view. But, I don't know. I like the Undertaker's entrance. It's always yeah. good. Moon was extra big. <laughs> because that... I'm sorry. That jumbo... Tron screen thing they had was insanely huge. Yeah, it made ridiculous. them. They looked tiny. Yeah, so tiny in front of it. It was crazy. But I mean, it was a good match. I thought Undertaker looked a little more. I don't want to say into it, but he was a little quicker. Yeah. Wasn't as slow at Super Showdown. Yeah, maybe because it wasn't as much of a time difference. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But he was moving a little better. But that also might be because it was an actual tag match, so he didn't get as tired quickly. Right. He has to do all the work. Because Kane did not really do much at all at the Super Showdown match. No. Well, he wasn't supposed to. Well, but I mean, Shawn Michaels did a lot more than Kane did. Yeah. But I guess maybe, yeah, because it was a tag team match, maybe he was a little fresher. I don't know. But it was a decent match. There was... Kane put Triple H through the table, which might have been when Triple H tore his pectoral muscle. Not sure when that happened. Yeah, probably. But yeah, that was a rough match. Shawn Michaels ended up bloody. 
apparently Triple H tore a pectoral muscle and has had to have surgery since. Mm. So, but they ended up winning. Yeah, they won, but... Unfortunately. They definitely paid for it. Yeah, they paid for it for sure. Because Shawn Michaels looked like crap at the end. Yeah, he did not... <laughs> I know, Triple H looked way better than Shawn Michaels at the end, but yeah. apparently Triple H is the one that was actually hurt, so that was yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's what happens when you go up against the Brothers of Destruction. Yeah. Oh, but there's a weird part where... I guess it's not weird, but a little slightly shocking Kane's mask like came off I think oh, Shawn Michaels yeah. got Kane's mask off not intentionally I'm yeah, sure yeah yeah definitely not supposed to happen. but it was like ah <laughs> his face no <laughs> oh which reminds me that Randy Orton tried to take off Rey Mysterio's mask oh, yeah, during yeah. their match oh gosh which was like no no you don't take it's off his mask literally he's he's a luchador don't do that so do not do that. nope 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 but yeah Shawn Michaels and Triple H won D D Generation X won. Yeah. Somehow. Writing. <laughs> Otherwise, no. Well, yeah. Rose of Destruction win. Sorry. Well. Because you get some up crown jewels, WWE selling to the fans. Ugh, suck it. Yep, pretty <laughs> okay, much. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, overall, just a terrible pay-per-view. Yeah. There's some I'm not going to say there weren't some decent matches in it, but overall, it was just terrible. Yeah. Especially coming off of Evolution, it was just the worst. Yeah. Evolution was the best. You had the best, and then by week's end, you have the worst. The worst, yeah. So that was really unfortunate. Yeah. Really unfortunate. Probably not going to cover any more of these pay-per-views. Yeah. One, because it sucked, and I don't really want to spend too much time talking about Not really bad pay-per-views. <laughs> Two, half of their company wasn't even able to participate, so that's really dumb. And nothing that happened there is really going to matter. Right. And, so. And, t- and, well, I guess thirdly, this was originally just supposed to be a fun podcast to do I was like oh you know pay-per-view once a month that's fun and easy and well not easy but you know manageable yeah manageable one pay-per-view a month is manageable three pay-per-views decided to do three two to three in a month is not manageable for me this is not the only thing I do with my life so which 2017 was like it was every two weeks yeah I I don't think I could have been able to do a podcast of doing that. And no, this is pushing it, so... It was pretty rough. rough. A lot of bad ones there. You would yeah. have seen a lot more bad ones if you had watched Ugh. during that time. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I'm probably just going to focus on what I want to consider the main pay-per-views from now on uh, yeah. on this podcast. So we may mention them in the other ones in passing but overall we're just going to focus on the main ones yeah from now on from now on okay now moving on to the shows and first off is monday night raw obviously because it's on a monday yeah. <laughs> and monday's before tuesday it ended up being mostly a survivor series preview because survivor yeah. series is in two weeks and it is an actual important actual, pay-per-view yeah i think I heard it say like the second longest running one they've been doing. I think so. Yeah, it's it's up there. Where Undertaker uh, debuted, debuted yeah. at a Survivor Series. Yeah. So very important historical, mm-hmm. <laughs> historical, but <laughs> for WWE pay per view. And it's fun because it's actually Raw versus SmackDown. Right. It's not just like Raw matches and SmackDown matches. It's versus the brands. Yeah fighting it out for dominance yeah we actually get to see wrestlers in the ring together that we don't get to see every week yeah yeah so yeah that was pretty much smackdown raw this week were survivor series previews Mm -hmm. um of course that's going to be next week too also oh yeah which i'm okay with yeah actually story building and moving on yes quickly moving on from well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, from Christmas. But, yeah, Raw started out with the whole... Well, most of the roster. I'm not going to say the whole roster. Most of the roster on stage. Mm-hmm. 
waiting for Baron Corbin to come out, which the ring was surrounded by security because, (laughs) hmm, for some reason, I don't know why, Baron Corbin is scared for his life. I don't know why he would be scared. No idea. No idea. But he comes out to the ring and he announces that he has made himself the men's captain of the Raw team. (laughs) He obviously won't wrestle because of his managerial position. Of course. Of course. But he's already made his first three picks, which are <laughs> Drew McIntyre, Dolph Ziggler, and Braun Strowman for some reason. For some reason. I mean, obviously you would pick Braun Strowman, well, but, but <laughs> interesting decision considering Baron Corbin's relationship with Braun Strowman at the moment. Yeah. And then Baron Corbin announces that the women's captain for Survivor Series is Alexa Bliss. And of course, mm-hmm. then she makes her entrance and comes out and she's all in business attire, ready to make business decisions. Mm -hmm. And she will also not be competing. She will just be captain. For some reason, Alexa Bliss is not competing. I guess she's still injured. I I wish they would kind of say how serious her injury is because it kind of has me worried because it's been several months now. Yeah. So I'm slightly concerned for her. Mm -hmm. But... She has not made any decisions yet. She is she's she let the women know that she's going to be watching all their matches very closely <laughs> to determine who will be on her team. And the first match she wants to see is a rematch from Evolution, which will be the Riot Squad versus Natalia, Sasha Banks, and Bailey. And she's like, Oh, I could get used to all this power <laughs> and she tries to say that the match will start now, but then Kurt Angle interrupts her and says, he comes out and he says, I'm fired up. World Cup tournament has me all fired up. I Apparently he was on he was on the team last year for Survivor Series. That's what mm-hmm. it kind of sounded like. He's like, I led him to victory last year. I want to do it again this year. I want to be the captain. I want to be on the team. And he's like, I'll wrestle you for it, Baron Corbin. And mm. Baron Corbin's like, fine, okay, yeah. <laughs> and so then Kurt Angle goes back, and then Hux is like, okay, before I was rudely interrupted, <laughs> and your match will start, and then Braun Strowman interrupts her. <laughs> and he comes out rampaging. I can't imagine why. No, no idea why. Man, just like totally just takes out the security, guard, security guards. <laughs> yeah. That man, that one, he just like kicked and oh, he went down hard. Mm-hmm. And of course, then he chases Ben Corbin out <laughs> of the ring and up the entryway. And for some reason, some of the men superstars try to stop him. I have no idea yeah. why they would want to get in the way of Braun Strowman uh-uh. on a rampage. No so, of course, he knocks them all and fights through. And then all the men are just brawling. I don't know why. <laughs> I guess. Got that energy going. (laughs) Let's brawl. So, and then he chases Baron Corbin into the backstage and tells some frightened person with a headset that you tell Baron Corbin when I find him, he's going to get these hands. And the poor frightened person's like, okay. And then runs away. And yeah. So that was pretty much the whole night for Braun Strowman was rampage mode. Yeah. Chasing down Baron Corbin. Honestly... That's why I started watching wrestling, because <laughs> Braun Strowman on Rampages, that's yeah. like my favorite thing, so not totally upset about that. Yeah. And finally, we get to the women's match of the Riot Squad versus Natalia, Sasha Banks, and Bailey. But before mm-hmm. the match, I think it, was it Charlie? Maybe it's Charlie is interviewing Natalia and Sasha Banks and Bailey. You know, just like, oh, you ready for your match, blah, blah, blah. You mm-hmm. know, stuff like that. And they're like, oh, no, we're going to win. And Natalia's like, and I have something special with me. I have my dad's sunglasses with me mm-hmm. as, you know, for good luck. Because, you know, I guess it, it was this year, wasn't it, that her dad died? Yeah. You know, just a couple months ago. So it's mm-hmm. still pretty fresh yeah. for her. And so she wears her dad's sunglasses to the ring. And, you know, it's a good match. Mm-hmm. Again, women's wrestling, very good. I wish they would have more matches. more Because usually it's just maybe two women's matches yeah. per show. which I think, And sometimes 
that matches two minutes. Yeah. So that's I wish they'd stop doing that and have let them have proper matches, which they've gotten better at lately. They've been actual matches lately, so I'm yeah. glad for that. And like I said earlier, this was a rematch from Evolution, and oh, they were in Manchester, and apparently Manchester really loves Bailey. <laughs> they really love certain superstars, and I don't know how or I don't know the mindset behind that, but they really love. Well, I mean, I get Bailey because it's Bailey, mm. but. We'll get to Elias, and I don't know. I don't understand their love of Elias, but we'll get to that. <laughs> but yeah, it was a really good match. Natalia gets in some a couple of sharpshooters, but her last one, she has a sharpshooter on Sarah Logan, mm-hmm. and somehow Ruby got her dad's, Natalia's dad's sunglasses. <laughs> I don't know how she got them, no. but she got them and distracts Natalia, like, obviously, and breaks Natalia's dad's sunglasses in front of her and then stomps on them. <laughs> and, of course, Natalia breaks the sharpshooter. And the match kind of just ends because the Riot <laughs> Squad just leaves. Yeah. They just walk away. And then Natalia is left on the side of the ring crying and trying to be comforted by Sasha and Bailey. Mm-hmm. I really hope those weren't her dad's actual glasses. I would hope that Ruby Riot or whatever her real name is, don't know, wouldn't wouldn't actually do that. That would be a line I would not cross as no. a person. No, it's part of the story. I know so it's part it's of the story, but I'm just hoping those weren't actually no, her dad's glasses. Well, I don't know. People get really hurt, so... People get really physically hurt, so why not really emotionally hurt? I don't know. I don't know what... Obviously, there's some lines that WWE's willing to cross, so... Well, that's true. Samoa Joe thing. Yeah, the whole Samoa Joe thing, just too much. So, that's why I'm like, I don't know, but I hope they weren't. But either way, that is very upsetting. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that match kind of just ends Mm -hmm. on a very sad note. And we get more Braun Strowman rampaging. He rampages through a bathroom and <laughs> knocks in a door and there's somebody in there and they run out like, I don't know where Corbin is. Ah. <laughs> so good fun stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This next match may have no effect on Survivor Series, but I just wanted to mention it. It was Paul, Apollo Crews versus Ginger Mahal. Mm-hmm. It was a very long match, but, you know, Apollo Crews is trying to build some momentum, build some steam, and he actually does beat Ginger Mahal. He, like, presses them and drops them and then does a standing moonsault and pins them. So, I don't know. I like watching Apollo Crews. So, yeah, hopefully, he, hopefully he builds some momentum and maybe he gets to be on the Survivor Series team. We'll see. Hopefully. See, then Seth Rollins comes out with three belts. (laughs) He has his, of course, his Intercontinental Championship belt, and then the two tag team, raw tag team belts draped around his neck. And, you know, he's obviously still upset he didn't do well at the World Cup tournament and Mm -hmm. upset with Dean Ambrose. And he's upset with Brock Lesnar being handed the title. He's like, that's a slap in the face of... Roman Reigns mm-hmm. and every, just everybody, just the fans, just everybody, which yep. it is. Yeah, that's true. I agree with that. Yeah. And he tries to relinquish his tag team titles because obviously he's not getting along with Dean Ambrose at the moment and mm-hmm. kind of can't really be a tag team by yourself. Yeah, one person. And so he, he tries to relinquish them, but then Baron Corbin from a secret hidey hole secure location secure location backstage <laughs> he says no you know what you can do it and you're gonna defend them right now and here are your opponents and here comes I'm gonna still say Authors of Pain because AOP is dumb yeah. I like Authors of Pain way better but apparently yeah. they've just dropped that and it's AOP apparently but I'm calling them Authors of Pain because that's way better yeah which of course they have been annihilating the raw tag team division mm-hmm. for gosh for a month or two now. Yeah. Mostly focusing on Bobby Roode and Chad Gable mm-hmm. and the Ascension. Yeah, the Ascension. Yeah, the Ascension. That's been their main focus, but now apparently they're going after Rollins for a two on one 
handicap tag team championship match. <laughs> and of course, you know, Rollins, he's a good wrestler and he does fairly well against them. But yeah, I mean, they're two, I'm going to say beasts because they are really big guys. <laughs> and of course, you know, they win, obviously, yeah. because it's a two on one handicap match and they are huge. <laughs> yeah. Don't care how good Seth Rollins is. He's not that good. No. And so we have new Raw Tag Team Champions, Authors of Pain, with their tiny, tiny manager, (laughs) Drew. Wait, what's his name? No, what is it? I want to say Maverick. I don't know why. Something Maverick. That sounds right, yeah. Something Maverick. Something Maverick. And then Dean Ambrose comes out over the shell that is Seth Rollins. (laughs) First, Dean's like, you want to know why? And that's like, why? Why? And then, of course, there's no answer. Dean just dirty deeds them and leaves. And leaves, yeah. Yeah. So, still don't know why. I think it's because Dean asked him to stop calling him a lunatic, and he did not. And yeah, Dean just wants respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which, or he's like, you can call me a lunatic? Fine. I'll be a lunatic. Yeah. He's like, I'll show you lunatic. But also, the crowd keeps chanting... You sold out, which yeah. makes no sense. No. It's like, sold out to what? Nothing. Yeah, that's the opposite of what he's done. He didn't sell out to anybody. He's he's being true to himself. Right. That's not selling out. No. That's the opposite. Op- yeah, opposite of selling out. He's being true to himself. So, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, it was very weird. And then we get more, we get more Baron Corbin hiding from <laughs> Braun Strowman. Now, I think her name's Charlie. Yeah, Charlie finds him and is trying to interview him and she's like why are you hiding from Braun Strowman and Corbin's like I'm not hiding from him I tried to teach him a lesson you know you gotta respect authority which he had mentioned at the beginning of the show that he was teaching Braun Strowman a lesson Mm -hmm. and it was funny at that point because they cut away to Finn's face and he's like kind of like laughing like respect authority because you know they've had a whole thing going Right. For the past couple of months, about how Finn's not respecting Baron Corbin, mm-hmm. so it's like huh, teach people how to respect authority, whatever. So I thought that good on the director for cutting away to Finn <laughs> Balor for yeah. that. Good on the director, but then, but yeah, Charlie's like, you know, well, if you're not scared of him, then why are you hiding in the supply closet? And then Corbin's like, no, you just told him where I <laughs> and told the world where I was, and then. Here comes Braun Strowman rampaging yeah. again. Corbin. And, of course, Corbin gets away again. But, I don't know, that was a good little moment there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but while Braun's trying to chase Corbin, one of the security guards, like, grabs his foot. And so, like, Braun's <laughs> just, like, dragging him across the floor, and it finally shakes him off. But that was that was super funny. Oh, and then Dolph Ziggler comes out and does a promo talking about how he's actually the best in the world and he was cheated mm-hmm. at World Cup tournament and stuff like that. And then Elias appears and says, I'm going to sing a song, quit complaining. <laughs> and of course, you know, they get into it and have they have their match. But apparently Manchester really loves Elias. <laughs> yeah. Don't know why, because every other town hates Elias. <laughs> yeah. But Manchester loves him. Mm-hmm. And so Dolph and Elias have a match, and Elias wins, interestingly. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Ronda Rousey comes out with a short promo. Because apparently Ronda Rousey is going to face Becky Lynch at Survivor Series, which yeah. I think we mentioned in the previous episode, but mm-hmm. they've been having some back and forth promo in-ring promos, and apparently Ronda Rousey's a born killer, and her mother woke her up trying to break her arms. Abused her. Yeah, apparently <laughs> abused her as a child, and uh, mm-hmm. just saying how tough she is and how weak Becky is by saying all the stuff Becky did before she got to WWE and wrestling. Yeah. Well, probably to support herself to get to. Right? Especially the the flight attendant thing. It's like some, yeah, something about like flight, that. clown college, flight attendant. Yeah, basically just bad-mouthing all the jobs that Becky did to support herself. Right? Which makes no sense. It's like, oh, sorry, she didn't have, like, sponsorships or whatever. Right. Heaven forbid somebody support themselves. Or she had to actually work for it. Right? <laughs> so, I thought that was kind of disgusting and low, but, I mean, it's a promo. I don't know. 
it's the born but, killer part bothered me because it's like you can say you can like oh I'm gonna destroy you or you're gonna get these hands but to say right. you're a born killer is like right oh, maybe take a step back or like in some mode Joe's like oh I'm the destroyer you know yeah. which you you know you're obviously like oh you know that's over the top you know silly but yeah. saying you're a born killer is like mm, that's a bit much yeah but thankfully Nia Jax interrupts her yeah. And she says, oh, that's great. You know, you can break Becky's arm, whatever, at Survivor Series. But after that, you got to face me. Yeah, because you got to do with me. Because Nia Jax won the Battle Royal at Evolution, she gets a title opportunity. So mm. she will obviously take advantage of that after Survivor Series. Or heck, maybe even at Survivor Series. I, don't, I guess that's not... Is it like Money in the Bank? No. No? Okay. No. That'd be interesting, though, if it was. Just yeah, like, but no. Okay. Then there would be no point in Money in the Bank. But anyway... I don't know. But no, it's not. No. That just means she gets a match okay. at some point. Okay. But then Ember Moon interrupts her <laughs> because her and Nia Jax have a match after Ronda Rousey's promo. And so that was a, that was a good match. I love watching mm-hmm. Ember Moon. She's a really good wrestler. But, you know, Nia Jax is bigger. So during this match, she just like throws Ember Moon around like a whole lot just like throws her around it's like whew. yeah but it was a good match it was a decent length match it wasn't yeah. just a throwaway but of course you know Nia does a Samoa Samoan drop for the win but then Tamina comes out again because Tamina's been coming out and interrupting the past couple of weeks yeah and they have like a weird stare off and of course Ember Moon's just laying in the ring and then like Tamina picks her up and does her own Samoa drop on Ember Moon and Nia's just like what at first but then she's like roll her over and it's like oh and so Tamina gets Ember Moon in a Boston Crab lock and then Nia just like attacks Ember Moon it's like they were friends. Yeah. Or they were friends. Yeah, quote, quotes. Quote unquote friends. But, you know, Tamia and I are family, so apparently blood's thicker than friendship. Apparently. So that's a new alliance, I suppose. And then Finn has a little promo, because apparently he's facing Bobby Lashley again, third time in yeah. a row, and talks about how, oh no, he talks about how Manchester is a divided city. Because apparently Manchester has two soccer teams, or mm. football teams. Yeah. I didn't realize Manchester was big enough to have two teams, but I guess they are. Apparently. He's like, they may be, it may be a divided city, but tonight it's Balor Club, or what, something, yeah, whatever. Manchester's Balor Club. And Balor Club is for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get, before that match, we get Corbin, who has an emergency appointment. Mm. Right. Trying to run away again, leaving... In a vehicle this time. And, of course, Charlie comes again. She's like, why are you running? You know, where are you going? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, well, uh, Kurt Angle will face Drew McIntyre tonight instead of me to see if he'll be captain or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Braun Strowman comes out and he, like, chases down the vehicle as Baron Corbin's driving away. Mm-hmm. But he gets away, so I'll have to get these hands another night. Yeah. But then we finally get to Finn Balor and Bobby Lashley's match. Of course, Bobby Lashley comes out first with Leo Rush again. Again, mm. shirtless with a vest. Yeah. Just, I don't know, weird look. I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird look. It's a very 90s look. Uh, but even weirder, he's like, oh, Bobby, do your favorite pose. And he, like, <laughs> bends over and, like, points at his butt. It's like, <laughs> what is that? What is happening? This is just getting weird now. Yeah. And thankfully, Finn interrupts because it was getting weird. Yeah. Just Bobby Lashley bending over and pointing at his butt. Yeah. They finally start wrestling, and of course, Leo interferes again several times. Finn tries to get him, and I think at one point, he gets in the ring and like, runs into the poster or something, which was funny, but then yeah. Bobby Lashley takes advantage and wins. Boo. Boo. But this time... Because apparently it's the night of interruptions. <laughs> yeah. Drew McIntyre comes out interrupting Bobby Lashley's victory. And they kind of have a stare off. And Drew just, like, dares him. He's like, do something, Bobby. Do something. And, like, the, Bobby and Leo leave. And there's a weird, super weird moment between Drew <laughs> and Finn where he kind of helps Finn up. I don't, it's one of those weird stare off things where it's like, what is happening? But then he just, like, Claymore kicks Finn. Yeah. 
and I am so tired of everybody beating up on Finn. Right. Everybody always. Every, like seriously though everybody and nobody ever helps him except for Bailey no yeah sometimes when she's out there to help him mm-hmm. so it's like because all his good brothers are on Smackdown apparently I guess that's why nobody helps Finn I guess so but I'm just tired of it come up with something new other than Finn getting beat up by everybody right but the last match of the night was of course Drew McIntyre versus Kurt Angle mm-hmm. which was kind of a good match not really <laughs> yeah it not started really. out okay then it got weird again there's like some I don't know it's kind of a night of interruptions and weird stuff mm-hmm. because you know Kurt Angle gets in some suplexes and stuff and it goes good he gets in a an angle slam I think that's what they call it mm-hmm. an ankle lock at one point but then Drew gets out of it and uh, Drew just like just like goes into it and like insults him and gets really weird about it. Yeah. Just like you're nothing, you're garbage, everybody hates you, you're worthless, you're washed up, blah blah blah, like all this weird stuff. And Kurt Angle kinda rallies, but then Drew McIntyre angle slams Kurt Angle mm-hmm. and then gets Kurt Angle in an ankle lock and so Kurt Angle loses to his own moves and he taps out and so he doesn't get to be in Survivor Series yeah and you know so that was kind of a depressing end to Raw yeah yeah so still two positions available for the Raw Men's Survivor Series and don't know anything about the women so we'll find out next week mm-hmm. and the tag teams too I don't we don't know about that no moving on to Smackdown which starts with Paige coming out and who introduces Shane McMahon the mm-hmm. winner of the World Cup tournament. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, let's get a picture with you and the trophy, you know, blah, blah, blah. Weird. Again, kind of weird stuff. Yeah. Leftover stuff from the grossness that is Crown Jewel. Mm-hmm. But then Shane's like, no, you know, I didn't. I know I'm not the best. Like, I realize that I'm not the best in the world. I just wanted SmackDown to win. Mm-hmm. He's like, this really just belongs to the whole roster, you know, whole SmackDown roster. Right. And it's like, okay, you're kind of back on my good side. Maybe, not Mm -hmm. really. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I used to like Shane McMahon. Now I don't know. (laughs) But then, of course, they make their Survivor Series announcements. And the first one is who the captain of the men's team is. And they've chosen Daniel Bryan, which, smart choice, makes sense. Very popular. But then, of course... Who disagrees? Who in the world would disagree with the choice of Daniel Bryan as captain? Hmm. I wonder. I wonder. Oh, I don't know. The Miz, <laughs> who comes out and who's kind of still limping from his injury yeah. at Crown Jewel. He's like, I'm two thirds of the best in the world because <laughs> he won two of the three matches that would have gotten him the World Cup. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm two-thirds the best. I deserve to be captain. Daniel Bryan doesn't deserve to be captain. And Paige and Shane, they kind of talk, and you're like, you know what? We we agree with you, so you'll be co-captains. <laughs> and, of course, the Miz and Daniel Bryan are like, you know what? Yeah. Because, you know, they got history, and they do not like each other whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Now, then they have a backstage promo where both of them are now arguing backstage. The Miz and Daniel Bryan mm. are bickering because, you know, that's what they do. They don't just agree with each other, no. or so we think. <laughs> and then Shane comes up, you know, trying to get him to calm down. And the Miz is like, you know what, Shane? I want to pick you as our first pick for the men's team. And Shane's like, what? No, I don't compete. You know, well, I don't compete anymore. Like, <laughs> the World Cup thing was like a one-time thing. And Daniel Bryan's like... You know what? I weirdly agree with the Miz. You really want SmackDown to win? You're fired up? Yeah, you're our first pick. And Shane's like, okay, I agree. I accept. <laughs> and of course, they have Daniel Bryan and Miz have a weird moment where they like, just like look at each other like, did we just pick- agree? <laughs> More of the weird staring at each other moments. Mm-hmm. Well, and then we have our first official match of the night for SmackDown, which is the New Day versus the Usos, and whoever wins gets to be the captain of the tag team Survivor Series SmackDown team. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of words. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, it's a good match. Usos and New Day, really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And apparently they have a long history rivalry with each other. 
Oh, at one point, Kofi and Xavier Woods are able to distract the Usos by Kofi dancing <laughs> and Xavier playing Francesca, and and then they Biggie gets I can't remember if it was Jay or Jimmy. And I can't remember. It might have been Jay. Like, Biggie gets a big hit on Jay because he's mm. distracted by their trombone playing and <laughs> dancing. Yeah. But anyways, you know, good funny stuff. Mm-hmm. But then Jimmy Uso, he um, gets a powerbomb on Kofi from the second rope. And then the Uso splash. And mm. Uso's win. So they get to be the tag team captains. Mm-hmm. But they show a good amount of sportsmanship. And they offer their first pick for the tag team team <laughs> to the New Day and the New mm. Day accepts so that was a good show of good sportsmanship yes and then after that match we get more backstage promo and Daniel Bryan says he wants Rey Mysterio for his first pick mm-hmm. which yeah that's an obvious choice obvious choice makes sense Rey Mysterio very good and the Miz is like he's like I get it but you know what I want to watch his match first just to get an idea, I want to see how he does, and then if he does, if he meets my approval, then we can. Then he'll be our next pick. But then for the final pick, they decide for Miz to pick someone, and then Daniel Bryan to pick someone, mm-hmm. and they have a match, and whoever wins that match is their final pick for the SmackDown team, which makes sense. Yeah. Lo- good logical sense. Mm-hmm. Some reason they're agreeing with each other and it's a little creepy. <laughs> it's disconcerting. Extremely. And there's a short quick promo of Becky wearing Ronda Rousey <laughs> shirt and then she like rips it off and it's her I am the man I'm shirt. The man shirt. <laughs> and yeah, that was weird. But then she has an in-ring promo addressing Ronda's statements mm. from Raw and how that's really really lame of Rhonda to mock Becky's journey to where she is now because it is lame it is lame like so what she did all that stuff it's like oh I actually had to work at this to get here unlike you who just got handpicked yeah I like that choice (laughs) I wasn't handpicked right she had to work for it she had to earn her way right she she didn't get to uh, pay her way in no (laughs) She's like, no one expected me to be here, but here I am. No mm-hmm. one expected me to be champ, but here I am. And it's like, yep. Mm-hmm. And she says, I don't care if you're the baddest bee on the planet, which she's quoting Rhonda mm-hmm. from the night before. And I don't want to say the word, but yeah. I don't care if you're the baddest bee on the planet because after Survivor Series, you're going to be mine. And it's like, whoa, whoa. shots fired. And also, yes, please. Yes, also, yes, please. (laughs) But then Becky's like, oh, I'm all fired up. I want a match right now. Of course, she's not in ring gear, so it's like, whoa, okay. But she's like, oh, I'm all fired up. I want a match. Come on, who's willing to fight me? And then it's Sanity's intro music, which we have not seen Sanity in quite a while. It's been a while since we've seen them. It's like, almost forgot they were there, but I've been kind of wondering where they've been. Mm Mm-hmm. But then they finally bring their female member to SmackDown, which she's still been in NXT for some reason. I don't know why mm-hmm. they brought up the guys and didn't bring her up. But yeah. she's here now, Nikki mm-hmm. Cross. And she's like, I'll play with you, Becky. You want to play? You want to play? I'll play with you. And it's like, oh, she creepy. Yeah. <laughs> but she gives Becky a run for her, run for her money, though. Because at one point she like gets Becky all tangled up in the apron. Yeah, it was... Uh... Crazy match. Very crazy. But, of course, Becky ends up winning. But mm. she definitely had a fight for it. Yeah. It was not easy. No. But then we get to Daniel Bryan saying he's picking Jeff Hardy mm-hmm. for his final pick. And then The Miz says, well, I'm picking Samoa Joe. <laughs> yeah. Even though you've had disagreements in the past. <laughs> meaning Joe getting Daniel in a coquina clutch the week before. Yeah. So that was end up being the main event for SmackDown is mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy for Mojo for the last spot in the Survivor Series team. Yeah. And then we have a short promo from Shinsuke. So <laughs> like, oh, poor Seth Rollins. You know what? I'll take your mind off stuff by beating you at Survivor <laughs> Series. Yeah. I'll give you something else to think about. Yeah. But then we get to Rey Mysterio's match, which is versus 
Andrade Cien Almas. And for some reason, they said she was doing other managerial duties, right. but Zelina so Vega, Zelina Vega is not there. was not there. So it was just Andrade by himself. But that was a good match. That yeah. was a really fun match. Mm. So most of his matches, he gets a lot of help from Selena, but he's yeah. there. he's he's pretty good. Yeah, he's actually a good wrestler. He's one of those that makes me super nervous though, because he does this thing where like he just he's done it several times. I don't know if that's a thing, but he's done it several times where he'll fall off the top rope, mm. like hit the apron and then fall into the floor. Yeah, and that makes me super nervous because it's like, please don't do that. You could really hurt yourself. Right. I know it's dramatic, but. Yeah. It's not worth it if you get hurt. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's not worth the drama if you injure career. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was a fun watch. I think at one point, Ray slides out of the ring into a DDT on mm-hmm. Andrade. So that was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was, again, that was a super fun match. But Ray does win. He Yeah. So, but he's, at one point, I don't know how, but he's bleeding from his elbow or whatever. And so mm-hmm. at the end of the match, he's kind of like during his celebration he's kind of like looking at it and then of course surprise surprise out of nowhere comes randy orton and rk owes him out of nowhere like he always does apparently that's all randy orton does yeah now at least (laughs) and then he disappears yeah but yeah daniel bryan's upset he's like did you see that did you see what randy just did to and the miz walks up he's like what? What are, you, what are you talking about? And Daniel's like, you weren't watching the match? And Mrs. is like, oh, of course I was. He's like, despite <laughs> what Randy Orton did, yes, Ray can be on our team. So Ray's the, I guess, technically fourth pick for the Survivor Series team mm-hmm. since there's two captains. Yeah. And then there's a quick promo from AJ Styles about his match with Brock Lesnar for Survivor Series mm-hmm. and he take he kind of steals Paul Heyman's thing. He's like, I had trouble with them last year. I lost. I gave him everything I had but I lost. Mm-hmm. But this year I'm going to beat him and that's a spoiler. <laughs> yeah. Not a prediction. <laughs> yeah. And then we get Paige. She's out again in the ring and she's introducing the women's Survivor Series team and she's just introducing them so I don't know if the captain picked them or if she picked them i don't know didn't really address that but for the women's survivor series team it's carmella naomi sonia deville asuka and charlotte maybe maybe <laughs> we think she's probably the captain but she didn't come out when her name was announced so that was mm-hmm. kind of weird but instead out comes mandy rose <laughs> Who is apparently upset that Sonya Deville, her friend slash tag team partner, well, I guess they're still considered a tag team. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know after this. Yeah. She's upset that Sonya was picked over her because Mandy Rose eliminated her at Evolution. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she's like, um, I don't understand why you picked her. I'm, I beat her at Evolution. And then she starts smack talking like everybody on the team. She's like, I don't know why you picked them. I don't know why you picked them. And then she gets to Naomi, and Naomi ain't having it, and Naomi starts fighting her, and <laughs> of course they all get involved, and like Sonya has to pick Mandy Rose off, and they kind of have a weird moment, and then Mandy Rose just leaves Sonya in the mm. ring, so it's like, uh, so much for friendship, apparently. <laughs> yeah. And then the main event, final match of the night for SmackDown was Jeff Hardy versus Samoa Joe, mm. which was a good match. You know, Hardy walked on the barricade again to hit joe so that, mm-hmm. that's always exciting i guess kind of walking the tightrope <laughs> yeah and then hardy he tries to do a swanton bomb on joe but joe gets his knees up so not hardy out instead and joe gets in a coquina clutch on hardy mm-hmm. and of course he taps out to that so yeah. joe was the last member of the survivor series team for smackdown mm-hmm. which the miz and daniel bryan <laughs> were guest commentators during mm-hmm. the match and so they're both out there and then at the end of the match joe gets in daniel bryan's face and mrs like keep your emotions in check mm-hmm. calm down mm-hmm. to to daniel not to right, small right, joe right, but to, to daniel, daniel. Yeah. and but joe's in his face and then daniel bryan just like goes at it and starts punching him punching him <laughs> and then get in the ring mm-hmm. and Daniel Bryan gets Joe in the yes lock. Yeah. And then the Miz, like, comes in. He's like, what are you doing? Stop. And then, like, Daniel Bryan starts going after the Miz. <laughs> and then Shane McMahon comes out and, like, tries to get Daniel Bryan to stop. And then Daniel Bryan, like, flips Shane McMahon. <laughs> 
And then he's, like, all riled up, and then he just, like, walks away, and, like, there's just wreckage in the ring, and everybody's like, what's going on? And then, like, Daniel Bryan just fired up and then <laughs> fade to black. So that was the end of SmackDown, was Daniel Bryan on top. Yes, 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 yes. 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 So our Crown Jewel episode was mostly really just a Survivor <laughs> Series preview. Yeah, mostly. Because Crown Jewel sucked. Sucked out loud. Out loud. I just, we need more evolution, less Crown Jewel. Yeah. That's that's what I've learned this past week. <laughs> more evolution, less Crown Jewel. Yes. Yeah, uh, Survivor Series looking pretty good so far. Mm-hmm. I, hopefully it'll be a better pay-per-view than Crown Jewel. Surely it will. I think so. Hopefully they'll put some effort in this time. <laughs> yeah. Writers. Not the wrestlers. Obviously, the wrestlers put in effort every week. But right. looking at you, writers. Yeah. So, yeah, looking forward to Survivor Series, which is unless almost, what, 10 days now? Probably. Yeah. They were recording 10 days from now. Mm-hmm. Ugh. <laughs> so much pay-per-view. So little time. Yeah. But anyways, thanks for listening to On the Road 2. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on SoundCloud. Well, the latest episodes are on SoundCloud. So please like, review, subscribe, download, review. I probably already said that. Said that twice. Comment. Share with your friends, family, fellow wrestling buddies. Anything else? No, that's pretty much covers it. Okay. So... Again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the road to Survivor Series.